the bottle Put your foot down on the throttle Buckle up, motherfuckers, for the Dog Water Radio
Welcome everybody to Dog Water Radio, episode 26. My name is Dog Bite Harris. I'm here with a man that's looking into uh, starting a uh, farming business with a old friend of ours, Mr. <laughs> Blackwater Dirt. <laughs> oh, the farming biz is not what it could be. So. I guess so. Um, so that song you just heard there was by a band called Volk. We played them last week. I heard them at the Moonrunners live feed um, on, I guess. It's kind of weird. Uh, that was called Average American Band. Um, so yeah, we're going to cover a number of topics on this show. We'll talk about Cole Hinkle's new album a little bit, which is officially up pre-sale. We'll talk about Abraham and the Old Gods pre-sales, which should be coming up in the next week or so. Talk about who we'll be interviewing in the future and ruckus news. You know, a few things here or there. How was your week, though, buddy, before we get started? Fucking busy. Yeah. I'm, I'm right now, well, tomorrow will be my sixth day in a row. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like leave leave here at seven thirty in the morning and not get home till about like six thirty, seven at night. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling, man. But uh, the weather the weather's been, you know, decently nice, so I haven't been really other than the fog, you know, driving in the fog, but the weather at work's been decent. So really? it's been shit down here. Yeah, it's uh, you ha- like you go above a certain point, like up Ray Trick, and it breaks out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. with being with it been being cold and shit, and the county bladed, you know, grade bladed the roads and everything. They've fucking kicked up a bunch of like little sharp ass fucking salt pieces, and I've had two flat tires within the last three days. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. yeah. So. I'm actually coming to you, I'm coming to you folks this week from uh my work pickup. <laughs> Son of a bitch, that sucks. Yeah, at least I work for uh you know some folks that understand about shit like that and will let me borrow a ranch rig if I need to. Are you uh did you get new tires on Leland's car the car that Leland gave you or sold you, whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I well, I I put the new two like new ones on like at you know in September, then just kind of you know the other two were just fine and just last couple I think the last month or so since they fucking kicked all them rocks up like that it's just mm. the one kind of got shredded and the one that went flat or the other day was an old tire and it was completely unrepairable but this one i think i just ran over a nail or something i got you yeah um i mean i took it off and filled it back up at work and found where the hole was and everything honestly if i if i would have had a can of fix a flat uh i could have probably just fixed it myself you know and not even worried about having to go to schwab's but yeah, that would I like going. Anyway. Like, huh? That would only last so long, anyways. You take it to Tay Tay, have him fix it up. Yeah, that's what I figured. Go to, go see Tay Tay and Tyler in the morning and BS with them for a minute. 
Yeah. The only shitty thing is with COVID, they don't have any popcorn or coffee in the lobby anymore. So yeah, they don't have shit there, man. No, they actually don't really even want you to like hang out in the lobby unless like you're paying a bill or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, am I supposed to like stand out on the sidewalk or it's fucking cold? <laughs> yeah, I mean, dicks lately, man. Not not Schwabs, but you know, yeah, Schwabs is honestly really pretty cool about it. I love Schwabs, man. Like you know, I say, uh They've always been done right by me, so I I don't have anything bad to say. Plus, I mean, uh, my credits are shot. That John, the manager there, was the only person <laughs> that would let me have a fucking account anywhere. And uh, now it's very high, but he, uh, I mean, he lets me have it and lets me pretty much do whatever I want with it, you know? I think right now, if I were to have another thing go wrong... I would have to probably pay a good chunk of money because it's pretty much maxed out. But um, yeah, I started out with 300 bucks and my account's at like 1200 now. So um, Tires are fucking expensive. Well, it's got, it's got an alignment from my rig mm-hmm. on it, an alignment from Claire's old rig, a set of tires for Claire's old rigs, and then a set of tires for mine. So I just had to put new ones on mine, which... The one thing I can say is I bought my first shitty set of fucking tires through them. Um, they lasted about a year. I chewed them up and they're fucking fucked. So that's the first only remotely negative thing I can say. But to be fair, they tried to talk me into getting nicer ones. So, And that's the thing about Schwab's. You know, they're not trying to upsell you to like make a profit for themselves. They're trying to like upsell you to where they're like, hey, like, you know, with the amount that you drive, you know, where you're yeah, driving, because, like, what you're going to be doing with the tires, like, these are going to fucking go out on you. Yeah, because my warranty was up on them. That I, like, I'd, I'd put the miles in on them. So, um, so yeah, partly my bad. I, I upgraded a little bit this time, but hopefully they're a little better, you know, because I still was kind of pissed a little bit. You know, if you buy a tire, set of tires, they should last you longer than a year before the fucking belt is showing, you know? Well, yeah. Especially when you're having them rotated regularly like you're supposed to. You know, it's not like I just left them there to have an alignment problem, you know? But they also said those tires had been discontinued, so I'm going to go ahead and assume that they are being discontinued for a fucking reason. Well, they're just the rubber on them's probably shitty and wasn't. You know, they're, you know, cheap tires, just like, you know, any cheap tire you're going to, yeah. you know, even though they're, I mean, the tire that I bought the other day is like $90. I'm still, you know, yeah, hopefully we'll get a, a year <laughs> out of my $90 tire. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, good times, I guess. Good times, she wrote. And just how ridiculous are the fucking price of tires to begin with nowadays? Mm-hmm. I remember when I first started driving with like the Ranger. Yeah. Like I kind of got a, a set of four like nice mud tires and shit, like off road tires for like $400. Huh. Now, like you're maybe escaping with like $400 for like one or two. Yeah, probably per tire for the mutters you had on the Ranger. Yeah. So I know that I just out or the truck that I have from work just got the same type of tires like that. 
No, it, was, it was almost eight, 1800 bucks. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, they, they last for a long time and, you know. Yeah, this shit, the, the, your tires outlived your truck, probably. Pretty much. They get, give you shitty fucking mileage, though, huh? Yeah, I didn't, and I think that's ultimately uh, what led to some of the transmission issues that I had. Yeah. Was when the training went out is when I switched over to, like, the actual, like, highway tires and shit. Hmm. It wasn't, like, geared for it or something. I don't know. Hmm. And and the fact that we uh, the fact that I let our uh, ex dumb fuck you know psychopath roommate fucking borrow it <laughs> probably uh, you know, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. The feelings mutual. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, man. All right. Well. Yeah. How was your week, though? Uh, <laughs> Nothing and raving. Um, pretty busy too. Um. Trying to think. I actually had a normal work week, which was kind of nice. Besides getting called at one in the morning when I was on call. Uh, Did you have to respond? Yeah, I had to respond, but I didn't have to go in, so it was cool. Um, We went, you know, did some Christmas shopping online. Tried a new thing called Klarna. Have you heard of Klarna, Jode? Klarna? No, I haven't. Now, Klarna's pretty cool if you're in a pinch, but you need a bank account um, to, to to utilize it. So, like, Klarna is a uh, um, it's a website that allows you to shop at a bunch of different stores. And if you have a high bill, it'll let you pay um, in four payments. Oh, really? Yeah, So, but you get your stuff. So you oh, know, it's, Klarna it's from kind of like a finger hug. No, kind of, but um, but better because there's no interest, mm-hmm. and um, the you have to pay it off in four payments. You can't pay it off in like a year, like you know, finger hug or rent a rent a center. But there's no fucking interest. Okay. And you're just buying straight from stores. Hmm. So it's like you can go to Walmart or GameStop or whatever you want, really. I did Amazon, actually. And then uh, so I did a little grocery or a little uh, Christmas shopping with that. And then we we went into town and did a Walmart pickup, got some Panda Express, went to uh, Went to a grocery outlet and I finally found that fucking rogue yellow snow I've been looking for because it's the rogue site's been saying it's been there, but it hasn't been. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I seen your post the other day, so yeah, so just by I just decided to go check because it said it was there. I'm sure as shit, it was there this time, so right. Um, downed a bottle of apple sparkling apple cider and almost shit my pants. Um, how was the, uh, I was going to say, was that before or during the Panda Express? <laughs> <laughs> it was after, like a day after. <laughs> that Panda Express in Hermeson is pretty fucking on par, though, man. It's, it's, if you're not wanting to, like, wait for, like, normal Chinese food, like, take-home type shit, mm-hmm. like, Panda Express, to me, is just as good of an alternative. I don't like Panda Express most of the time, but the one in Hermeson is not bad. 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, one thing that I will say that I've kind of gotten disappointed with the uh, last two times I've got it is Safeway's Chinese food. Oh, really? Yeah, just, I don't know. It might have been just the dumb fuck people that were hmm. like putting it together. But, you know, and I don't mean to like, you'd be rude to like retail workers, especially right now. Yeah. Like when the kid like looks at me with this a blank stare and I'm like, okay, I want two, you know, two family dinners. What, what, like what? <laughs> like, like family dinners, like right there on your menu, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to walk him through everything. Yeah, I'm like, how about you just come over here, let me go back there and glove up, and I'll fucking get my own stuff. <laughs> yeah. Go, 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 take a, go take a breather in the back, take a couple hits off <laughs> your vape, off your vape mod, and, you know, text your buddies about fucking Fortnite or something. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, trying to think of what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, this pandemic, man, it's got everything fucking shut down again, so uh-huh. doubt, doubt gloving up and going back there would be in the cards. Well, this is like three months ago. You know, what fucking is irritating to me is how fucking ass backwards some of these fucking rules are. Like this fucking uh-huh. bitch, fucking, you can get all these restaurants to pitch tents with heaters outside, but motherfuckers can't go in to eat. What kind of fucking sense does that make? Or you can still go to church, but like gyms and, or like are gyms and stuff still shut down? Nope, my gym's fucking closed down, but they did um, the one, one of them in Hermiston is open now because they reclassified it as a wellness center. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's open, but I'm not going to fucking commute to Hermiston every day to fucking work out. But yeah, I'm a little, Hell fucking, no. Buy a couple. little fucking pissed right now about the whole thing. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, I, buy a I'm, not, balls and... I'm not one of those fucking, you know, fucking, oh, this is a hoax or whatever kind of fucking person. But I'm just wondering what fucking good is it doing? Either fucking lock it down or fucking don't, you know? If Walmart's oh, yeah. doing fucking Black Friday fucking specials, everybody's out Christmas shopping, not a fucking thing's changed except the fact... And then you find these little loopholes. Like, either let people fucking do their fucking thing or fucking don't. It's that fucking easy. If you don't well, want then- to fucking give a shit about the economy, then and get people better, then lock it down. If you fucking would rather go the other way, then don't, you know? If you want the economy going, roll the fucking dice and let people get back to living, you know? Yeah, well, exactly. And that, and that's the thing. I think we've been, with this whole thing, like, we've been so long with our fucking heads, you know, buried in the sand. It's like shit or, you know, is it like, it's too late to come back now. I mean, we just got to wait for the vaccine. Well, and that's like, you know, vaccines are getting pumped out. Then, then here we go. Yeah. Here's another group (laughs) of folks. Oh, I know. 
you got these folks on it. I'm not gonna take that goddamn vaccine. Yeah, they're just the same mother. They're gonna prove it. Well, of you, you fucking think. <laughs> You, you really, you fucking think it's unproven, huh? This is a new goddamn fucking disease. They just came out with it. Yeah. Motherfucker. Do you think people, when they came out with the polio vaccine, they're like, no, I'm, I'm gonna fucking, we're just gonna roll the dice on it, see if the kids get polio. <laughs> well, yeah, and then he's like, here's this deal, too. These fucking motherfuckers are the same ones, or same people that are fucking. I don't need to wear a mask. I don't need to do exactly. shit. And then they're like, I ain't taking it. <laughs> like, all right, dipshit. I hope yeah, you good. fucking die. I hope you fucking die, motherfucker. I really do. If you're literally going to be that fucking stupid about it, I don't give a fuck if you get it. I hope you catch the shit. If you're going to be that fucking stupid that you're going to fucking refuse to take the fucking vaccine and refuse to fucking wear a mask, and you're just going to walk around being a fucking dipshit, then I hope you get the shit. I hope you, it hits you fucking hard. I hope you shit your fucking pants. I hope they got to shove a fucking ventilator down your goddamn throat because you're an ignorant fucking piece of shit if you're fucking really fucking that fucking stupid. I don't give a fuck. You know what? I'm ready for this to be over. I don't give a shit if it turns me into a zombie at this point. Shoot me up with the shit. At least I'll be part of the fucking solution and not part of the fucking problem, you know? You know. I'm fucking over it. I'm over. Well, and that's the thing. I, you know, I'm I'm over the fact that, you know, okay, yeah, we know, we all know, like masks, you know, are helping in everything. Mm-hmm. But like, like, how much are they helping? I mean, like, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I believe that masks are helping. Like, that's you know, but it's like. Okay, like I go to put my mat, you know, get to do everything, and like I'm touching my face all the time with it. And, you know, fuck if I'm if I'm gonna get it, I've already got it. I'll tell you yeah. something. All right now, like nobody is as good at wearing as their mask as they like to say they are. No, not at all. Some of the most bleeding heart liberals that are all about this shit, and I work with some too, and they fucking. All of them got their goddamn masks around their chin like I do. Half the day, three quarters of the day. You know, I can't fucking breathe. So unless I'm going to be in close contact with somebody, I ain't fucking wearing it. You know, I can't breathe when I'm tired of fucking my mouth and my face breaking out like I'm a goddamn 14-year-old kid going for puberty. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like like the bottom or, you know, got pimples and shit all around my goatee and fucking... (laughs) Yeah, I got it's not really ter- awesome it's not therapies either. I got some really awesome beard bomb, and nobody fucking knows my beard looks good. My beard looks like the best it has in fucking ever right now, and nobody gets to see it because they got to wear yeah. it. Kind of the same with how I am. I got some beard oil the other day and been grooming mine up a little bit. <laughs> Speaking of oil. Do you get, hear that fucking fart that Rudy Giuliani cut? And speaking of COVID, speaking of COVID and speaking of fucking oil, did you hear that fart that Giuliani cut? No, I didn't, but I watched the uh, SNL cold opener. Oh, man, dude. I, SNL was money this week, minus the douchebag fucking singer. 
dude, Kate McKinnon is fucking hilarious when she plays fucking Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, she's good. She looks super creepy, too. But, and then my boy Pete and that uh the vibrator. Yeah, the vibrator is hilarious. That whole that whole see the whole news thing was great, too. Yeah. And then uh stay home with your official Pete Davidson vibrator. <laughs> but the the stew um the the parody for Stan. Oh, I didn't I haven't watched that one yet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch so it tonight before I'm Dude, SNL has been fucking on fucking point, man. I, it's good. Good to fucking have it back. My kid's into it, you know. Hell yeah, you know. that's And that's cool that she's getting into, like, the co- you know, the new comedy and everything. And yeah, she's into comedy in general, so it's cool that she's digging it. She didn't watch it today with me, which I was sure she would have because that parody was fucking amazing. Who knows? Maybe she'll be a stand-up comedian when she's older. And the cool thing about that is Pete Davidson and Eminem kind of had beef because Pete Davidson and Machine Gun Kelly are like friends. So uh-huh. I think that was kind of like uh, that was kind of like a uh, deal where they all kind of squashed their beef too. Because when I, I heard that he did the parody I was wondering if fucking Eminem was going to lose his shit because he fucking hates Machine Gun Kelly, but like instead they did a cameo with with Eminem at the end of the video. That was fucking. So I think that was kind of like a nod that they'd squash their shit. Which Did is, they? They should have tongue kissed. Well, it's virtual. Maybe they could have virtually tongue kissed or. Virtual. Did he touch the tips through the video? Virtual hand skis. <laughs> um, well, shit, man. Let's roll into another episode or another song. Um, and well, before we go into another song, though, um, we'll go back to our last song by Volk. Uh, Volk will be a guest on our show next week. Um, I'm interviewing them actually tomorrow. For uh, for next week's show, so you guys can look forward to that. Another interview. Um, Joshy P was supposed to come on this week, but um, we decided that since he's doing another Moon Runners, that we're going to hold off until he can share more about what's going on with the next Moon Runners. So, um, but Christmas is coming up. Probably see if old Felix wants to come on and do another Christmas episode with us. Um. Oh, Fifi the Christmas cat. <laughs> but yeah, so we got that going. Um, anyways, yeah. And then... Um, you want to cover some ruckus new... Uh, any other ruckus Yeah, we might as well because we're rolling into the new Cole Hinkle song next is what we're doing. Is we're going to roll right. the Cole Hinkle um, track. Fall Must Come is the name of this off the uh, his latest review or latest release. Um so, but yeah, it's officially here. All the pre-orders went out this week. You can purchase it now and it'll go out this, or it'll go out as soon as I get the order. Um, sweatshirts will be here soon. I paid for them. The new beanies should be here soon. New patches should be here soon. Um, shirts. So, and then um, on top of that, we're going to put uh, Abraham and the Old Gods album up for pre-order sometime this week probably 
So we got a lot of shit going on, man. Got a lot of things rolling. I think once we get Abraham's album out, we're going to look at doing some stuff for Felix for a fundraiser to help finish his album out. And then we'll round that off with coming into, uh, coming into uh, doing um, the next Dogwater comp. We'll probably be next on our list. We'll start rounding up folks to do that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, um, Hannah Moore is in the lead right now. Uh, yeah, I was going to say the uh, Dogwater Artist of the Year. Mm-hmm. Dogwater Artist of the Year is coming around. We'll be announcing that in like two or three weeks, I think. Is when we're going to announce that on our Christmas show. To be determined, I'm pretty sure, depending on our schedule and when we can get that done. It's timid. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, but yeah, that's about it, man. I mean, there's a lot, really. So yeah. busy. I'm loving it, man. I've got I've got a lot going on. So, but anyways, um, but yeah, Cole Hinkle, Fall Must Come, followed by Jeff Shepard. Um, the Worst Withdrawal is the name of that song. And we'll be back with you with our beer review. Beer. Beer. <laughs>
been so long And I wonder if I'll make it back And I wonder if that's where I belong Hard times fell You cut the strings And now you're calling my name After I've gave up everything You, I was an addict right then Cause loving you, baby It's like loving heroin And life without you Is the worst Withdraw them all Your kisses filled with cocaine Your hugs like morphine You were the prettiest damn woman That I'd ever seen But now life without you Is the worst Withdraw them all Some kind of meeting, give me some kind of 
a sinner that could help me forgive Make me not remember that life without you is the worst Withdraw them all Well, the worst part of life is the hangover Kissed you, I was an addict right then Cause loving you, baby, is like loving heroin Alrighty, folks, we're back. That was Cole Hinkle and the Debauchery. Fall Must Come, followed by Jeff Shepard, a band that I found on uh, Moonrunners Livestream Festival a couple weeks ago. Uh, that was called The Worst Withdrawal. Speaking of worst withdrawals, we're about to drink some beers. Um, what do you got this week, partner? I have. Hold on a I do Hold it to go. Uh -oh. No, I I set it up on top of the pickup so it'll get a little bit colder. <laughs> I, forgot <laughs> to, I forgot to put it in the fridge last night. Oh shit! But uh, let's see. This week I have I have a it's a Berliner Weiss. Called disco, called disco lemonade from Aslan Brewing in Wat, and I believe it's Lacey that they're from. Oh yeah. Okay. How do you spell that? Uh, uh, the Aslan. Mm -hmm. A S L A N, I believe. For some reason, my fucking light won't work. Anyways, yeah, but it's basically, I believe it's like a sour, like a sour type beer. It doesn't have any info. Oh, you can't read it because it's dark. Yeah, I'll uh, actually hold on a minute. Let me see if I can. Uh... Fuck, I just have my goddamn lighter a minute ago. Goddamn losing shit all over the place. Here we go. Jesus Christ on a cracker. Jesus Christ on a cracker. 
Disco Lemonade is a Berliner Weiss from Aslam Brewing. It's out of Bellingham. Mm. And honestly, it doesn't really have anything. No, there's no really certified organic by the Washington State Department of Agriculture. Where'd you get this delightful treat you're about to quench your thirst with? From our great friends at Great Pacific. Oh, really? When did you go there? Is that from your last stock? Yeah, this is from the last go around. Mm. So, I don't know. It doesn't have a really strong smell at all. Really? Ooh, that is tart. Is it? Ooh-hoo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> that is tart as shit. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a disco lemonade for sure. I'm going to make me have some fucking seeing some stars here in a minute. Uh oh. Hmm. A little bit, of, yeah. It's uh, it's very sour. Very sour? Yeah, I'd probably fucking hate it then. Yeah, I'm not sure if you'd uh, dig this one or not. Um, it's not bad. I mean, it's it's not super special either. I mean, I've had other sours that were, you know, a lot better. Yeah. But it's not bad. I could uh, I could see maybe making a beer cocktail or something with it. Oh yeah, like maybe one of those like uh, like a hop skip and a run naked kind of. Mm-hmm. Or make a rattler or something with it. Mm-hmm. Put a little bit of seven up in it. Sweeten it up a little bit, yeah. Just kind of cut that like really sour tinge out of it. I gotcha. But it's good. I'd uh, I'd buy it again. I'll uh, yeah. I'll give it a three this week. Man, you've been rating shit high, so I'm wondering. Three's in the middle. Pretty average. Yeah, that's like I mean, it's like like I said, it's nothing super special, but it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll give it a three. Uh, three. You're three. Three. <laughs> what you got this week? Well, I've got, give me just a second. Well, I finally found the Rogue Yellow Snow, and I've tried this once, but I tried it on tap at the brewery. And as I've reported before, and no surprise, everything is better off tap straight out of the brewery. <laughs> But I really liked this beer, and part of why I wanted to get it in a can is because uh, I wanted to know if I'd like it off the tab because it doesn't seem like it'd be quite my cup of tea because it's a it's a pilsner brewed with brewed with Alaskan spruce tips, which does not sound appealing to me. So when I read it and her when they told me that's what it was made of um so good source of spruce tips are a really good source of vitamin c actually really so the winter inspired pill or this winter inspired pilsner is a classic drinkable pilsner brewed with spruce spruce tips from the mighty alaska like a deep breath of fresh northwest winter air Yellow snow is crisp and clean and refreshing hint of 
and with a refreshing hint of spruce, making this pills enjoyable time and time again. So the little star in the back says it's sweet, malty, hint of bitterness, and biscuit. I don't know what the fuck a biscuit is. It's the it's like a malt characteristic when you uh, drink if like you drink a really malt forward beer. Gotcha. Like you get like a lot of bready, like a lot of like starchy flavors. It says this beer is dedicated to common sense. It's kind of weird they call it yellow snow. <laughs> well, don't don't eat the yellow snow. You drink it instead, apparently. Uh-huh. I probably shouldn't. I drank some peppermint tea not too long ago. I probably fucking shouldn't have. Now my palates are all fucked. Go get you a drink of water. It's not as good off the tap, but it's still fucking really good. Uh-huh. It's still really good. I'm going to save you one of these bad boys because I don't drink a six sure. anyways. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's fucking good. It's not as good as it is off the tap, but fuck, it's good. It's really malty. Um, you can taste it. I almost tasted more like a lager or like an ale mm-hmm. when I got it at the brewery. You can definitely taste the malt in it um, this round. I think it's probably because it's been sitting a little longer. It's had time to rest. And it's a pilsner too, so. Yeah, yeah which I mean, um, it's actually a really light pilsner though. Mm-hmm. It's not... Um, at least when I saw it in the glass, it wasn't. It looked like a lager, you know. Didn't look dark. Yeah, that's a good. I mean, it's not my favorite rogue, but I'm glad I looked for it. Um, it's kind of sour too, and I don't know. That might be the peppermint tea throwing me off. <laughs> but, um, but it's not like overpowering sour, like the sours I fucking hate. Uh-huh. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd give it 3.75. Nice. It's not a four, but it's better than average, you know? So, that's, that's what I'd give it. Fucking good, man. Definitely oh, yeah. save you one. Definitely save you one. But, For but sure. yeah, man, and uh, Rogue's got a new one out, too, man. I've been watching them pretty close. Really? Uh, yeah. Dude, we missed, I kind of feel like I just started getting into Rogue and I missed the boat on a lot of good shit, man. Like they had the Combat Wombat in a really cool bottle for a while and that's sold out. Like everything sells out real quick with them. They actually have problems getting it over on, the, on our side. Mm-hmm. But this one is pretty cool. It's an Imperial IPA though. Surprise, surprise. Um, so... I'm going to assume that it'll probably be plentiful everywhere soon. I uh, have no wants to hunt it down like I did this one. Especially being an Imperial IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so mean, that's going to be happy. Yep, it's going to be worse than the bad squatch. Yeah. Um, uh, Pelican has a new one coming out. I believe it'll probably be coming out like mid, like winter time, mm-hmm. like after the year. It's called uh, the Brood Abides. Hmm. 
It's going to be a white Russian milk stout. That sounds amazing. You know, yeah. Pelicans, man. Pelican's been – Pelican is one of – it's up there for me. Mm. I really – Pretty much Pin Barrel and Pelican have become my two go-to breweries. Yeah. I do, I do like the Rogue Bears. Don't get me wrong. I just – I like the Pin Barrel and Pelican a little bit more. Well, they're easier to find, too. Um, Rogue, part of it for me that I like is that I – well, A – I really do fucking love Rogue, obviously, but the hunt is part of it, and the work they put into their presentation is part of it, too. It's like, um, almost like collecting, too, you know, which is... It's kind of the, uh, kind of the way I feel with, like, Block 15, also. Yeah. Um, the, I, I like their shit, but... And, and they do put a lot of work into the bottles and stuff, but um, the thing, I wanted to keep that Block 15 bottle, but I knew that the the um, uh, that the label on it was going to be fucked eventually. So I just fucking said, fuck it. Um, but the bottles look really cool, but the like I would think they, I don't know, the sticker on them that was kind of cheap. Can't get them wet. They don't last very long, you know. So, which is cool. I mean, right now they're a fairly new, um, fairly new brewery. So they're probably focusing more on just producing quality beer. But, and I think they put a lot of work into their can presentation, also. Yeah, but it's also got that paper around it, which I don't like, you know. So it's also. Um, uh, you know if you get it wet it's fucked so but you know at the end of the day they're making beer not not fucking it's what's inside the bottle that can and there are there are their art is really cool um but here's one thing i worry about block 15 so slowly and slowly i just keep getting beers that i'm rating at three Mm -hmm. you know um and they are producing a shit ton of beer all the time mm-hmm. for a little brewery that kind of like makes me scratch my head like that either they're going to start cutting corners on the quality or, you know, like I'd rather them release like four or five beers a year and have them be good mm-hmm. than have them release four or five beers a month and have the quality of the beer go down. Well, and I think it's like they're probably a lot of it is their brewing schedule and just how much shit that they have making, you know, how much what they yeah. got like, brewing right now. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that stuff is it's seasonal. Yeah, yeah well, and a lot of it, I've noticed a lot of their stuff too is like the wild ales or like the farmhouse ales, like mm-hmm. the Europe, the very like heavy European style like home beers. Yeah. You know, which I haven't tried any of those yet. I'm kind of curious to see what they taste like. Mm-hmm. So. Um, on that new, um, the new Rogue, it's got a fucking dragon on the front of it. It looks the artist killer, but it's called a Colossal Cloud. Um, huh. It's like a sea creature. 
actually not a dragon. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's uh, you know, a little citrus. Yeah, typical shit. But it's gonna be tough. I can tell you that right now. Um, I'll try. It. <laughs> we, yeah, we might have just to get a bottle and split it to try. Well, they they, they don't even have them in bottles yet. They're just in six packs of cans. Oh shit! Yeah, they're not doing many bottles anymore, man. It's really fucking irritating. Uh, yeah, everything needs to be bottled by Rose. I fucking hate this new fucking goddamn. I say it almost every episode. But I hate this frat boy mentality. The fucking beer, all beer needs to be put in a can too, because you can take it to the beach or the river. Like fuck, yep. I want to fucking. It t- makes the quality go down. Me and Chaz and Tippy over there is gonna hike the uh, the old man beard trail, and we're gonna drink our IPA up on the mountain. This pilsner right here, hundred percent, would be better in a fucking bottle. Mm-hmm. It's good in a can, but it'd be way better in a bottle. So, you know, just draft bottle can. That's how the fucking pecking order of good beer goes. So. Yeah, because, you know, it's tough to drink a hands out of a can. But <laughs> you you pour that shit off tap for me, and uh-huh. I'll say, set them up, country music. Set them up, rock and roll. They're going to be country music all night. <laughs> yeah, fuck, man. I've drank so much fucking caked hams that I threw up blood for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think that was 100%. Um, the habanero hamburger I ate probably mixed with everything, but man, five kegs of hams in a weekend. Good time. Yeah. yeah. Five. That, that was just. What were they like 40 bucks, weren't they? Yeah. Like the keg of ham. Yeah. It was like 40 or 50 bucks a keg. Jesus. I mean, you figure. We outfitted a, a camping trip with ice and beer for less than three hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, with and it was five cool. fucking kegs, and we still had loose like canned and bottled beer too. Yeah, plus we had a bunch of all shitload of liquor. Yeah, yeah, that was a messy camp trip. God damn, fighting and sex, fucking pissed off fathers. <laughs> old people young people kids dogs fuck people fucking dumb shits fucking getting too drunk and you know basically <laughs> doing you know driving their jeep around the campsite like it was a fucking racetrack it wasn't even his fucking jeep yeah um yeah i don't even think he bought the fucking thing he was cooking it out to test drive it then um but yeah that was it might have been the first weekend I met Cody High. But maybe not actually. No, that was the year before. But that was yeah. Oh yeah, fuck I forgot we had a car wreck. there was a fucking pickup wreck. Oh yeah, there was two, wasn't there? No, we ended up uh I thought the loonies fucking wrecked their dad's pickup out there. No, John Boy was uh, 
skin logs with that Trans Am and it, the log basically pulled him off the road into the ditch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What we, yo, what we used to do for fun in Eastern Oregon when we were... <laughs> Good time, she wrote. Illegally, illegally skidding logs in a Trans Am at midnight <laughs> on a mountain road. Pitch stops. Bit dumb. We did have a hell of a fire, though. Yeah, man. Uh, usually we had pretty good ones. Was that the one? No, I think it was the next year. Maybe. I don't know. What year was it that the Forest Service came and rang all our asses? I think that was the next year. I don't even think I was there. I wasn't that. there for that one. But they came. I wasn't there for that one either. But they came and told us to clean shit up. Yeah. One year. Yeah, I don't think I was there for those. Uh, yeah, I wonder if anybody ever even goes out there anymore. That was a good camp spot. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to take a trip up there this spring. Yeah, check it, check out. it out. I went up there, uh, what was it, last summer? Was it this summer or last summer? I can't remember. They're just driving around and just wanted to pop in there to see what the campsite looked like. And it it's pretty grown up down there now. It wouldn't take much for it to like disappear, really. Uh, I mean you you'd go in I mean you could go in there now with like, you know, a saw and like two, three people and you could have it cleared out within a day. Yeah. And I mean like nice, like you know, cut down a little bit, but the way the Forest Service gets anymore, if you go in there and try and, like, make a campsite where there's not really one at, they get all pissy about it, which I can understand why, because mm-hmm. you've had dumb shits in the past, like, trying to set up shop in, like, a wilderness area or something. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it is kind of weird how they they get a lot weirder now than they used to. You used to be able to kind of throw a tent wherever you wanted. Mm-hmm. But now they kind of want you in a camping ground or a designated space, you know. But we didn't want to be anywhere we could where bucket people, you know. Well, and that, that was the whole reason that we went all the way out there. We could be loud, we could be obnoxious, mm-hmm. and nobody was getting bugged. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> nobody going to hear us out there. But, well, shit, man. Let's roll on. We get uh, yeah. We got a couple of drinking tunes for you. Surprise, surprise. Whiskey dick, hating whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by Husky Burnett, that liquor. And we'll be back. We'll talk about, I don't know, we'll talk about what we're watching on TV and blah, blah, blah. Same old shit. We'll be right back with you, folks. Okay. Well, I 
Did nothing cool around Spent only days Learning my life going wrong That song to me In a dead man's song Ain't never been nowhere Ain't nowhere to go Just pray on not around When I
Putas. That was some drinking songs. Whiskey Dick, Hayden Whiskey, followed by Husky. <laughs> that liquor. And followed by that, we got Blackwater Coughing. 
<laughs> was that a marijuana cough or just a COVID cough? Yeah, it was probably just like a smoker's cough. Nice. But uh, anyway, say oh, talking about like caffeine, but uh, talking about coffee, I finally uh, was able to get my uh, brown house coffee. I got some too, actually, the other day. You got the uh, dark dove, didn't you? I got the Mexican one, whatever the what is it called? Uh, it's like a mid mid um, middle roast. It's not dark. It's not medium roast. Yeah, medium roast. There you go. I got the uh, Stony Brew of their deal, and the uh, company we're talking about, folks, is Brown House Coffee. Uh, you can find them on Instagram or Facebook. And if you like good gourmet coffee, they will ship it to you. It is good. It's really good, actually. Um, uh, I mean, know, I could go as far as saying it's the uh, official coffee of the Blackwater Dern now. Maybe even Dogwater Radio. I could go as far as saying it's the best coffee I've ever drinking. almost. I can't really recall. Stumptown is pretty close. Probably maybe a little better than Brown House. Um, there's a few I can think of that are pretty good, but you know, I think it's definitely worth the extra money. Think about making some Kahlua with it. I, uh, I, I was able the uh, day that I did go to pick up my order. Uh, the master roaster gave me a tour of the facility. Oh yeah. And I got to, I got to try a new blend that they were blending. Oh, right on. And I tell you what, I drank about a cup and a half, and I was so fucking jittery. And <laughs> no, it, it was like I did a good couple lines of two. <laughs> well, challenge accepted. That's what I need in my life. That's the kind of coffee I need. It's it's the the new Arbuckle blame that they're coming out with is pretty damn good. How oh, cool they're calling it Arbuckle. Mm-hmm. That's they've kind of. Uh, the the Mexican one that they did, I can't I can't it's something Quattle or some it's two like Spanish names. But it's uh I can she or the the lady that or yeah, you know, Laura, the chicken's wife, uh spent some time in Nicaragua, I believe. Mm. And it was like so. It was like a place down there that she went to. That I don't know. It's it's there's a there's an actual meaning behind what the name of it is. So let me look it up. I got my uh, Facebook conversation with them here. I like the way we're recording right now because mm-hmm. I can do this. Oh well, yeah, exactly. You can look. You know, you have a computer right there in front of you. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's it's a lot easier and better to do this if I can look at shit, you know. But it it's cool. And I was there. He was just finishing some ro- like roasting some beans, and he was showing me. He's like, "Here, I'm gonna like you know dump these out into the cooling tray." And he's like, "Watch, within like five minutes, it'll look like I've sprayed them down with water. It's all like the boils and the coffee beans coming out and everything." And, is this really, if you've never seen it done, it's really cool just to watch. Yeah. So. Um, where is it? 
Um, it's called Mexican, like, Sekobi. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. So you got the Sekobi. That was one of their first ones. Okay. Yeah, that one's good. Mm-hmm. That was, I believe, one of the first or second ones that they did. So. Yeah. I um. So you, you, the Dark Dove is the one you're talking about, the Nicaragua yeah. with the Earthy. The Dark Dove, yeah. That Dark Dove is what I was talking about. Cool. What, so what's the, is the other one? So I hear, actually, um, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but uh, I hear that a common misinterpretation of coffee is the darker it is, the more caffeine it is. Nope, it's, that's the, the exact opposite. The it's lighter like, the roast, the more... It's usually the lighter the roast is the more caffeine that you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what... Uh, you're not cooking the caffeine out of the bean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, I heard, actually. Um, I actually enjoy the flavor of lighter coffee as well. I like a really nice blonde roasted coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really light it's not the one of the main things that i and i used to be a very very like dark dark coffee drinker i liked it i liked my roast like dark as shit you know yeah but just after a while like some of them like you get a really dark roast coffee and yeah just like some like beers you Mm -hmm. just have this off-putting flavor to it and you're like fuck i gotta you know now I'm now I'm stuck making a whole. I have a whole pound of this. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. So is this your first batch of the brown house that you're getting here? Yeah, it, it, that was my first purchase from. Other than like trying it here and there. Hmm. So. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. I was yeah. pretty stoked. You know, and everything in Hepner is the best. So. When people were telling me how good it was, I was kind of like, oh, we'll see. Kind of like when the taco truck came in, everybody's like, no, it's really good. And I was like, I'll be the judge of that. But then it was actually really good because, you know, everybody, if I were, I'd put it this way. If I were, if I were whatever the fuck that coffee shop in Hepner's called out of Murray's, I would use only their coffee, I think. Well, Breaking Grounds has their own. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, they well at least they used to. I don't know if they're still selling their own or not. Well, it's not as good. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Uh, it's not as good as the shit they fucking get at the Boardman one. To be honest with you, and the Boardman one buy theirs from someplace else. Yeah. The uh, oh, the Jumpstart job over here. Yeah. Yeah, I've been going to the uh, the oh God, I can't remember what the fuck the name of it is. Cafe Culture. Yeah, Cafe Culture, the one right there behind Sinclair's. Yeah, I need to try I it, like, out, but I'm pretty low. Yeah, yeah I like the uh, the three or four baristas that they got working there. They're super nice, very very upbeat. Have you ever ate at that place next to Del Sol? Del Sol. The orange Mexican food place. Huh. There's yeah. There's like a place. It's like a Hispanic restaurant. Right now, you can only walk up to the window. 
but it's like across the street from the post office kind of oh and the like the yellow okay kind of that orange yeah but it's next to that okay it was like the fruiteria type thing or yeah 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 but they actually sell like burgers and tacos and cool mexican food Ooh, I'm gonna have to go down. I'm gonna have to go try that. It's pretty good, man. I had a hot dog there a few months back. It's pretty good. I know. I uh, I went into the little store that's like right around in there that you can get like the kind of like the little meat market thing in there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Fuck! I don't. I can't read anything on the shelves, and <laughs> like I can't read any of their menu items." I'm like. Maybe this isn't the place where I should be with like out, you know, somebody that knows what they're, you know, looking oh, for. Oh, you fucking miss out, man. I, I led myself through it and it's some of the best fucking Mexican food. I hmm. well, I'm okay. gonna have to not be a judgmental asshole and go back there and try it. Yeah, I mean, uh they are kind of like so I mean you gotta go there a few times before they're overly nice to you, you know. Mm-hmm. They're not like rude. Um, mm-hmm. Usually the counter girls are, are nice, but they're usually pretty bilingual. But the cooks and shit are not um, bilingual at all. So they kind of are reclusive a bit, you know. They don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> they, they, they like being at like an old farmhouse bell and like this old lady comes out of the back room it's actually kind of your stereotypical hispanic man he's like short and chubby and older he's got like you know gray hair and he doesn't speak a lick of english but he's always cooking like 80 things at one time and uh so he's not like real pleasant until you get to know him you know you go in there three times or so then he's pretty nice to you but he's not like rude he just like doesn't give a fuck you yeah, know just wants to get your order to you so he can get on to his next yeah, trip. yeah he isn't ready to doesn't want to chit chat <clears throat> you know but i mean their tortas are good uh burritos you can't go wrong with an asada burrito really you know do they have lingua stuff yeah they have lingua Oh, God. Yeah, pork. Um, they sell lingua there, too. And they're made. Ooh, man, I need to go get a good tongue to cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need lingua. I can't have remember. you ever tried it? No, I mean, I guess I would. I mean, I probably have had it, to be honest, because I've eaten so much Mexican food. I'm sure they've slipped a tongue into me at some point in time, you know? <laughs> I bet they have slipped a tongue in you somewhere. <laughs> it honestly, it tastes like roast beef. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, well, that's, she likes the beef bouillon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it literally tastes like roast beef. Like, yeah. you know. I mean, it, if you think about it and you get down to the nitty gritty of things, all muscle, all fucking meat's kind of gross really you know it's not like eating meat out of the mouth is any less gross than eating meat out of like the butt cheek 
Yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, like all the roasts or hams that you ever eat are always usually her take them out. I mean, of the once you start fucking with the liver and shit like that and organs, that's a different ball game. Then you can, you know, that's a little different because when you're eating the liver, that's like what produces piss and shit, you know. But the liver has a lot of vitamins and nutrients in it, though. That's it's definitely so say if you're if you're gonna eat meat, you like should eat from snout to tail. Yeah, that you know, most everything in it's good for you. Mm. Snout to tail. Snout to tail. Well, yeah, the Hispanic boiled the whole head of the cow. Dude, fucking cheek meat on cows and pigs are really good too. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. No. It's yeah, you just gotta be experimental with your palate every once in a while and things that you eat, you know. She said. Yeah. Um you watch any good TV lately? Uh not really. I've been wa- just watching Netflix and shit. I watched, um, uh I watched War Games tonight. NXT <clears throat> War Games. It was fucking actually um kind of a subpar pay-per-view but it's one of my favorites um that's a dusty Rhodes match there he created that match as his baby so uh i always like war games and the undisputed era has been in like three of them and it never fails man undisputed era is fucking awesome in war games Mm-hmm. Was, the men's war games match was fucking awesome tonight. It's one of the best things I've seen in a while. Oh yeah, and then AEW Sting in the crossover. Yeah, Impact that was pretty cool. So a couple big moves on AEW's part this week. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, what? How was the women's war games match? Was it all right? It, it, was, it was all right. I mean, I haven't really been following NXT that much. Um. I was impressed with a couple of the heels, you know. I mean, it had it had Ember Moon and uh, Rhea Ripley mm-hmm. and um, Shotzi and EO was one team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so you know that you know those two are actually going to be good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know much about Shotzi Blackheart. I know that now after tonight, I know she's sloppy as fuck in the ring. And I know why Jim Cornette and his partner bitch about her all the fucking time. <laughs> but, uh, but well, she, you know, I'm a Cornette fan, but I don't agree with everything he says. But I think I'm going to have to agree that Shotzi Blackheart's not really good in the ring. Kind of like her shtick and character, which they're constantly shitting on. They don't really like the whole drive into the fucking ring in a power wheel. But <laughs> um, I, I love how Cornette fucking makes fun of Joey Janela. Oh yeah, jelly, 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 Janella. Yeah, jelly Nutella. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually like Joey Janella too, and I actually, I don't know if you saw his Halloween costume, but he dressed up as Cornette, and he fucking nailed it. It was so <laughs> fun. Um, and Joey Janella takes his shit like better than anybody. Like you know, people get on Twitter, they get all mad about what he says, and Joey Janela like really kind of embraces it. <laughs> And doesn't really say much. He just like keeps like, you know, like he dressed up as him for Halloween. So, um, yeah, I absolutely love. I, 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 I uh, just, it took me a while for Janella to uh, 
um, warm up to me, but or for me to warm up to him. But I actually kind of like him. I, I, I like his um, tag team with Sonny Kiss too. Yeah, they're they've been doing really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I, and I like Sonny Kiss. I think she's a very talented wrestler. Yeah, you know, I know. Last week um, we were actually talking about how like the trans thing. How, um, you know, and I kind of disagreed with you about how, like, some of them get really finicky about what you call them. Well, let's, I feel like this is kind of a case where that, what you said is kind of right. Because she's, like, all real particular about when you call her her or him, you know. Like, I guess apparently when she's wrestling, she wants to be referred to as a him. But when she's not, she wants to be referred to as a her. So I'm kind of like, come on. <laughs> like, Yeah, pick, pick one. I mean, you know, it, with Lisa with Nyla Rose, you, you know. Yeah. She's, she's referred to as a woman, you know. Yeah, yeah. Nyla Rose is a woman. And that's it. That's fine. Whatever, you know. And, and that's perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. I like Nyla Rose. I, you know, after actually listening to the, uh, interview that Jericho did with her I have a lot of I had a lot of newfound respect for her too yeah yeah there's, she's, there's a lot that she's uh I mean she paid her dues in fucking Japan that's there's no doubt about that mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was a pretty good interview I haven't listened to Jericho for a minute I should probably see what he's got had on lately he hasn't really had too many great ones on yeah so um, trying to think of what else. I feel like I watched something else. Watch Elf. Watch. Did you ever, uh, did you ever watch that Frontier series on Netflix? Uh uh-uh. uh With Jason Momoa. Uh uh-uh. uh You might like it. It has to do with like the uh, up around like Hudson's Bay during the uh, like fur trapping days. Oh. So. It's a decent show. I started watching it and kind of got into it. Then hmm. been watching some Outlander. Yeah, that's Scottish. Huh? That's Claire's jam. She likes Outlander. Dude, I love Outlander. It's a cool show. So, yeah. I want to find me a Bonnie wee lass. <laughs> yeah, she also likes that. Uh... Alaskan fucking frontier. You guys were. T- I fucking hate that show. Well, you know, just different strokes for different folks. Yeah, those different guys are just ridiculous fucking people. Are Are you talking about like the 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 Brown family Alaskan show, or are uh, you talking uh, about like Alaska: The Last Frontier, where it's like Jules' family? She actually likes both of them, but I'm talking about the fucking one where they're really dumb. Not yeah, just- the Brown family. I really don't like. I'm not a super huge fan of that show. I was for like the first couple seasons, but I'm more of a. I'm more like the uh, Alaska: The Last Frontier, where like the people are actually like homesteading and aren't dumb fucks. And <laughs> yeah, those guys what, actually know what they're doing and shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, and Jules on and Jules on that show every once in a while. I did see her the other day. For one, still, still smoking hot. Yeah, still. 
She's still Same good looking. Balls. She is still a handsome woman. <laughs> well, all right. Well, shit, man. Not much to talk about on the. Yeah, shit. I just our fucking TV's been out over here, so mm-hmm. pretty much just been Netflixing it up or watching old seasons of Game of Thrones. I got you. I feel like I watched something really good, and I can't remember what it was though. You know, I've been kind of watching the same shit. I'm watching Gold Rush is back. Watching a lot of Goldbergs. Um, Did you come out with a Selena series? Yeah, I ain't fucking watching it. I've already heard. (laughs) I've already heard shitty reviews, and fucking, (laughs) I love the fucking movie. So fuck them. Didn't need to remake it. Anything for Selena. Anything for Salinas. All right, man. Let's roll out of here, play some music, and come back and finish it out with our top five, huh? Today uh-huh. we're doing top five '90s movies. So oh, the decade of summer blockbusters. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. So long, I don't know which way that I came. No woman come to me now. And my tracks through the mud, that is in my name. No woman come to me now. I've never seen the sunshine, I saw it raining down. No woman come to me now. Even once I lost, I never seen be found. No woman come to me Monday had eyes once so soft and so sweet. No woman come to that night. I'll bear my boots, yes, made it your feet. No woman come to that night. Just to play rock and roll No woman come to me now When they come back Scar and prison your soul
I hear you're putting on some kind of concert. That's good. People need to be entertained. They need the distraction. I wish to God that somebody would do something to block out the voices in my head for five minutes. The voices that scream over and over. Why do they come to me to die? Why do they come to me to die? Okay. Well, sad don't even begin to describe this feeling. Lonely don't even start to be explained. Man, it's all the same. We're back. That was a boob tube session. All YouTube videos. Tales from the Ghost Town. I'm unsure what song title that was because it was just titled Farm Fest 2013, which means it was recorded at Farm Fest 2013, which I believe was the second Farm Fest. Um, followed by a new one by a Sweet G.A. Brown. He just posted that today. It's called Please Don't Come to Boston. So, um, sorry to ruin your tea party, but sweet G.A. Brown doesn't want you to come to Boston. So, um, but yeah. Boston. Boston. Don't go to Boston. <laughs> Massachusetts, Massachusetts and fall. Make his freaking fireworks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, all right, so top five 90s movies. Really feeling it today. 
you know, we kind of came up with this last minute. I know there's going to be a thousand movies that pop up that I'm like, oh, I should have made my list. You know, but yeah. that's life. Well, to try to figure out what we're going to do next time, like now, so we can think about it for longer. I don't know. Yeah. I don't either. But anyways, you want me to go first this week? Did you go last week first? I think you went first last week. I'll go first this week. Okay. All right. Top five nineties movies. And I'm I'm the same with you. Like I know like I'll come up, I know I'm leaving a bunch off and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But uh my number five mm-hmm. same theaters three times, varsity blues. Ah, oh, that's a good one, man. It was 1999. You saw it three times in the theater? Yeah, I saw it three times. Really? Yeah, I liked it. I was I was really into playing football at that time, even though I rode <laughs> even though I rode the Pine Stallion for fucking four years. So. Yeah, if it wasn't for those knee injuries. Oh yeah, you know I would have you know went all world. So <laughs> number four, Empire Records. Yeah. A good choice. I thought you didn't like that movie. No, I like Empire Records. I'm not a big fan of singles. Yeah, you know, singles is a fucking movie that should have been a lot better for the soundtrack it had. Uh-huh. And the kind of thing it was promoting. I feel like it was a very false idea of what it was like to be in Seattle at that time. Yeah, kind of the same as High Fidelity. High Fidelity sucked. Yeah, I fucking hate John Cusack. I don't really like him all that much either. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Empire Records is great. Like, he had Renee Zellweger, fucking mm-hmm. Robin Penny, and uh, Liv or uh, Liv Tyler. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And then the kid from uh, what was that? His name's um, he was on Days and Confused too. He he did really good in that movie. He's not real popular though. Yeah, oh, the dude that played Slater. Rory, Rory something. Yeah, yeah. He, he was in a, he played Slaterson and uh, and played Lucas on uh, Empire Records. He's also been in a few movies and shit, too. Like, uh, they're kind of like straight to Netflix kind of movies. Mm-hmm. But. My number three uh, wasn't. It was a straight to DV. It was a straight to video movie, and it was an HBO movie. And I'm not sure if it was really a blockbuster. It was one of my favorite '90s movies, uh, "Last of the Dogmen." Hmm. That's uh, Tom Berenger, where he's a tracker, and this him and this lady find this lost uh, band of Sioux Indians, or well, Cheyenne, up in like the mountains of Montana. Oh wow! So have you've never seen it? Mm-mm. I think you would really dig Last of the Dog Man. Really? Yeah, I think you would. It's a pretty cool movie. Huh. So, in yeah. number two, kind of keeping with the western theme, and I had to look this one up, and it made the cut by 1990. It was Quigley Down Under. Oh really? Oh yeah, because it's almost 80s. Yeah, there's a few in there that I was thinking the same thing. But uh, love that movie, Tom Selleck. You know, the 
I mean, the if you're any type of like a fan of guns, like the like his rifle in that movie is cool as shit. It was experimental. Yeah. So, and my number one, and I seen this in theaters two twice, uh, and it was it was like the epitome of a summer blockbuster was Armageddon. Yeah, I saw Armageddon in the theater too. I mean, it, it's a good flick. I don't, I didn't make my list, but yeah, I, I just it was one of my favorite movies. I, yeah, so, it was good man. It's kind of a kind of weird that two of the movies have Liv Tyler in them, though. Yeah, like, you know that is kind of weird. My, it must be a. She's not a, that great of an actor, even though I do. I did just remember one that she's in that I love. That didn't make my list that I need to put on the honorable mention. But uh but yeah, we can get back to honorable mentions in a minute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's kind of a good supporting actress. I mean, I wouldn't want to see her in like a main role, you know. Yeah. I kinda of want to watch Armageddon. It's been a long time since I've seen it. That's kind of the way I am. I'm like, yeah, maybe my next day off I'll just sit around and veg out and just relax. Mm-hmm watch the movies um all right my number five and like i said i'm sure i can think i'm already thinking of things you know that you know uh might come into play later but for now we got uh number five is don't tell mom the babysitter's dead <laughs> I've seen that. Him. I've seen that one in theaters too. And part of the thing is, did you really? Mm-hmm. Part of the the reason I love it so much is that I, I just like if I think of '90s movies, I I'll, it's instantly on my list of '90s movies. It's like kind of like the gold bar standard of '90s. Everything about that is like early '90s. You know, fucking uh, yeah, I love that movie. Um, number four is Friday. Oh shit! Yeah, I fucking love Friday, man. It's kind of a middle to later '96, probably is when that movie came out. Yeah, somewhere in there, '90s. Yeah, maybe even '98. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it wasn't '98 because I remember watching it with my cousin's ex-girlfriend at the time and I was in seventh grade and I knew it'd been it was on VHS they'd already had it on VHS for a minute so probably came out when you were in seventh grade and I was in sixth grade is what I'm gonna think um number three this shouldn't be a surprise to you point break (laughs) uh dude he's in so many good movies Uh um you know if I really think about it, he's in some of my favorite fucking movies, man. And so essentially he should be like one of my favorite actors. I just don't think about him in, in that way as much, you know, because he's he was so good. You like, know a movie that him and Wesley Snipes and John Leguizamo was in? That... That's, on, that's on my fucking honorable mentions because it's okay. one of my favorite fucking movies. Okay. That's no, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's on a lot of like Tu Wong Fu. Yeah, Tu Wong Fu is a great movie. Oh, it's amazing. That's such a good movie. They all played such good drag queens, too. Mm-hmm. They nailed it. Patrick Swayze fucking slayed that. So did Wesley Snipes and John Leguizamo. 
Mm-hmm. It was a good movie, man. Um, my number two is Empire Records. <laughs> hey, I fucking love Empire movie. Records. I was really surprised that made your cut, man. I find, yeah. yeah, I fucking love Empire Records, man. It's one of my fucking favorites. As a matter of fact, I've got a picture of Rex Manning hanging on my wall right now. <laughs> well, that's like, you know, ah, it's Rex Manning Day. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, Mark is like one of my favorite characters of all time in any movie. Mm-hmm. It's like the movie that I learned, like that I found out, like the band Gore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mark Gore. Pretty sure that's the only reason that the gin blossoms were ever relevant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good movie. I was I wanted to work in a record store so bad because of that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, my number one. This shouldn't be a surprise to you either. I think you probably knew this was coming. It's Forrest Gump. Fuck, I completely forgot about Forrest Gump being a goddamn 90s movie. Oh, yeah. Forrest Gump. I completely, Gump completely, like, <laughs> slipped my mind or I would have went on mine. Yeah. Forrest Gump's one of my favorites. Yeah, you're seriously lacking war movies, too. I figured, like, Saving Private Ryan or some shit would be on there. That was uh, 2000. Are you sure? I believe so. I believe it was right at 2000. Hmm. Maybe you're right, actually. It could be. Um, it might have been 99, but I was pretty sure it was 2000. At the end, huh? Mm-hmm. I thought it was earlier in the 90s for some reason. Mm-mm. Well, no shit. What do you have for some of your uh, honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. Uh, actually, have oddly enough, it's three Robin Williams movies. Oh, fuck, I don't even have one on here. Number one, uh, The Birdcage. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that? No, you know I haven't, but I should watch Dude, that. That is a fantastic movie. It's hilarious. Nathan Lane and Robin Williams together in that movie just kill it. I mean, it, it's it's one of his best comedy movies ever. I'll have to watch it. So, uh, number or my second honorable mention, uh, Patch Adams. I just watched that movie for the first time this year. That's a great movie. Good. I you know. And uh, number three, you know, his quintessential Robin Williams movie. <laughs> this is Doubtfire. Yeah, that's a good one, man. He's in a lot of movies. Hook. I I can't believe I didn't put Hook on my fucking honorable mention. Uh, I I forgot. Like so I even was thinking about this movie the other day. So I married an axe murderer. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I got Wayne's World on here and one and two. Uh, you know, Austin Powers came out in '98, I think, which is mm-hmm. a later one. I don't know, man. Like after the first like two or three times that you watched Austin Powers, like the I don't know the the whole comedy kind of. I mean, everything is kind of like okay, yeah, yeah. I never liked it really. I watched it a bunch because it was on all the time, you know. But so, I, I mean, just kind of get a boredom more than anything. Yeah, I mean that was. I just watched them because I'm like, okay, let's see what the the weird yo shit that they're gonna talk about in this one 
Yeah, I was way more into uh, Wayne's World myself. Mm-hmm. Wayne's World was one of my favorite movies. I wanted to move I, to Aurora, Illinois when I was a kid. Cause I'd like to see him like make another like make a Wayne's World three with both of them as like dads and like with like their kids and shit and try it. I like to try and like put Wayne stock back on. Yeah, I heard I've heard rumors that they're they've been talking about it, but I mean, who knows? Everybody's been shit in the bed with all these fucking sequels and remakes. I almost you know kind of do, but kind of don't, you know. Um, yeah, I love Wayne's World, man. Um, uh, you know, a movie I watched the other day, and I think this might be 99, but it might be 2000, but a Big Daddy. Oh, hell yeah. That's a great movie. It's good, man. Um, you were like Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore, either one. Yeah. Yeah. There, um, a lot of good movies that he did, man. Mm-hmm. I actually went and saw I saw Mr. Deeds in the theater. You know, I wasn't really a huge fan of Mr. Deeds. It was all right. Yeah. It, it, that was kind of like, I'm like, okay, this is when he almost was starting to turn into an Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. type of an actor by the time Mr. Deeds came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, then he got like eight crazy nights. Then... Oh, you know, one was great, though. Was fucking Waterboy. Yeah, no, Waterboy was a great movie. Yeah, that was a good 2006. I, I can't believe I forgot that one, too. Yeah. Well, I think it was, no, it wasn't. That wasn't 2000. That was like 98 or so, probably. Uh, that, 90, that would have been 99 because I actually went and watched that in theaters my freshman year after we got beat by Regis. Okay. Yeah, I figured it was probably around that time. That was well. That would have been ninety-eight. So yeah, right on. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, yeah, I got two Wong Fu on mine. The Crow is another one I got. Dude, Walmart is selling a Crow three pack right now. Oh, yeah. If I needed a couple coasters. <laughs> what well, hey, City of Angels wasn't that terrible. It had a great soundtrack. Yeah, no, it was this both the the Crow movie soundtracks were always great. They were supposed to remake it with Jason Momoa or whatever the fuck his name is, but yeah. they had disagreements in the contract, so he backed out. Which I don't think he would make a good Crow, anyways. Nah, that's he's fucking good as Aquaman and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's too big. He's yeah. too. He's not dark enough. He's, he's, he's too like built. Like mm-hmm. Eric Draven wasn't really like a huge like built fucking dude. No, he was, no, no, no. He was kind of a you know he was athletic looking, but he was a rocker. Yeah, who would I don't know who would make a good Eric Draven? About ten years ago, I think Christian Bale would have been would have been decent. Yeah, probably twenty, closer to twenty. Yeah, which is like when it was made, you know, really. Uh, Christian Bale. I mean, I don't know. I don't see him as one either. I mean, no, I guess I could see why you would say that. Yeah, uh, he's got the. He kind of sounds a lot like Brandon Lee when he yeah. talks. He kind of got. He got kind of got the. Uh, I don't know, kind of 
the same like like voice you know mm-hmm. his voice is kind of just that same kind of the monotone melodic type yeah deal. and if, if you think about him in american psycho yeah i can see it mm-hmm. uh another one that might be good for it uh would be uh joseph gordon levitt mm. And the only reason I say that is, did you ever see The Dark Knight? Yeah, I saw that. The last Batman movie where he was in it. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, he's, like, his acting and stuff starting to, you know, was pretty damn good. He's a good he actor. Would... He always has been, really. Shia yeah. LaBeouf. What <laughs> <laughs> Shia try it. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I love Shia LaBeouf, but no, I'm trying to think of who would be good. He looks like he looks like Post Malone's little brother. <laughs> he's actually older than Post Malone. Post Malone's like 24. He looks like he's 40. Yeah. Um. Fuck, man. I don't know, dude. I really. It's hard. That's a hard one to pinpoint for me. I'm trying to think. I just I'm not up with the new actors either. Mm. You know. Um. Not not up to up to fucking date on the new actors. Did you ever watch American Honey? American Honey. That's not a nineties movie, but speaking of Shia LaBeouf. No, I don't think I ever did. Did you ever watch um the fuck was the name of that movie that Shia LaBeouf was in with uh Tom Hardy? About a band of brothers that run Moonshine. Oh, Lawless. Yeah, that was good. Lawless is a great movie. That's a good fucking movie. Dude, the fucking soundtrack to that movie was great, too. Mm-hmm. There's another... That's a hidden soundtrack a lot of people don't even know about, but there's, like, a lot of cool, like, old bluegrass songs on there. And... Yeah. I love the girl in that, too. She played the fucking crazy blonde chick in The Help. Was... Yeah, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Mm. Yeah, um, that, love, that there's a movie that I've really come to enjoy. Isn't I love it? the help. It's a good movie. I love Emma I love Stone, Emma Stone man. Yeah. I love Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. I've loved her since she was in fucking Super Bad. Yeah, Easy A was a great movie that a lot yeah. of people don't ever. And she was good in the Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a good actress. She's reminds a, me of Sarah Frances Barrow. Uh, she reminds me of Sarah Barrow a little bit. Yeah, I was ju- I actually was just thinking about that. Oh, they sound a lot alike. They do. I kind of have the same attitude. Um, another honorable mention I've got here is son-in-law. Mm-hmm. My girl in Casino. Ooh, Casino is a great movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't um, watched that for fucking ever. The one that came to mind when we were talking with Liv Tyler is that thing you do. I fucking love that movie. Oh, yeah. The guy that plays Lenny in that is one of my fucking I love it, that guy. Give me a pen. We're signing. I'm signing. You're all signing. Oh, uh, that was, oh, God, what's his name? Steve, uh, Steve Zahn. Yeah. Yeah. 
He was in that strange wilderness movie that was Yeah, that wasn't very good, but I've liked him in a few other things I've seen him in too. Um Well he was in uh Saving Silverman. Yeah. There's another one called Suburbia that he was in. Mm-hmm. That was good. What in the fuck? My neighbor is tweaking, man. <laughs> Jurassic, the Jurassic Park movies. I forgot those. Yeah, Maverick, Above the Rim, Above the Rim, White Man Can't Jump. That's a good one. I just watched that for the first time in a long time the other day. Speaking of Wesley Snipes, the Blade movies. Huh? My Girl. Yeah, My Girl. I love both one and two. Those great movies. Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy, Black Sheep. You know, it's amazing how many movies John Candy was in that you just don't think about until you watch them again. Uh-huh. I think I was watching Home Alone the other day, and I remember that he was in that. Um, Rookie of the Year. He plays the baseball announcer for the Cubs in that movie. Yeah. Cool He's Runnings. A lot, a lot of, yeah, Cool Runnings. A lot of little roles, man. Uh-huh. Did you ever watch plane? You ever seen planes, trains, and automobiles? Yeah, I just watched that the other day. That's a good one, man. Yeah, that's a great movie. I love his character in that movie. Uh-huh. Fucking Steve Martin, this fucking uptight ass. Yeah, just a prick. Yeah, I imagine that's kind of how he is in real life. <laughs> I don't know. He seems like he's kind of a legit cool guy. You know, I heard is an absolute dick at Chevy Chase. Yeah. Chevy Chase is an asshole. Yeah, I, I, there, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of celebrities that have said that. Yeah, I've, I've heard he's a prick. You know, it seems really cool though is fucking Dan Aykroyd. Oh, I'd like to hang out with Dan Aykroyd. Oh hell yeah, dude! I could get lost talking to Dan Aykroyd about like aliens and paranormal shit. That's the only thing I would talk to him about. I'd be like. I'm like, I love you as an actor. I'm not going to like sit here and bore you by telling you how good of an actor you are. Let's talk about aliens. <laughs> yeah, he's he's an interesting fella. That's yeah. for sure. That that Rogan interview that he did was... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of my favorites, I think. Uh, I really want to get some of that vodka. Yeah, we should do that and review it on there. They sell it around. It's around here. Yeah, it's uh, they sell it over at Hermiston. We could do a uh, blues. We could get some uh, some of the Belushi family fucking farm weed and some fucking Crystal Skull vodka and get all cross faded on one of the shows. Ooh, make some mules out of Crystal Skull and smoke a fucking blue like a fucking blues man. Their blues brothers doobie. <laughs> a blueby doobie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got any other honorable mentions? Not really. Not. I mean, not without going, like trying to like log back into my memory of movies. Yeah. I mean, but you know, like the then you know then the nineties, you had like Terminator Two was like your big fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was never really a big Terminator fan. Me. Me either. 
kindergarten cop was my kind of oh, yeah like the kindergarten cop uh trying to think twins was pretty good oh that wasn't even it that was the 80s that was an 80s movie but twins is good yeah uh batman forever there we go that was a good 90s movie too that was a good one yeah pretty much mine is uh i think batman returns was in 90s too yeah batman returns is good that was actually one of the i've seen that one in theaters and batman and robin i'm pretty sure is 99 or 98 Mm -hmm. fucking terrible that was yeah it's bad Fucking terrible. There we go. Arnold Schwarzenegger fucking a movie up. Yeah. Actually, you know who I blame on fucking that movie up? Yeah. And I shouldn't, but Alicia Silverstone. I, she was one of my favorites, man. But yeah, she was really shitty in that movie. Terrible as Batgirl. She was so hot, but yeah, not really oh, she hot. Clue. Oh, Clueless is a movie we forgot. Clueless is great, though. Yep. But. Girl Interrupt is another one from the 90s. That's pretty good. That might be like from 2000, though. Oh. But, I don't know. There's, there's hundreds that we're not thinking of that we've, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. But. Well, we should wrap her up, I guess, and get on her merry little ways. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll send you guys out with our typical goodbye, bid you adieu, if we, if you will, um, by saying be sure to like and subscribe to us on all of our social media platforms: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff. Be sure to go to RucksInTheRecords.com and hit the store link. Go buy some stuff this holiday season. We've got a few hoodies coming in. Um, got uh some shirts stuff like that coming in so um what you can buy for me this holiday season will help me out and um maybe it could help you get a good gift idea so even if it's for somebody you don't like <laughs> um what says merry christmas better than a ruckus in the records patch and stickers and new albums yeah we got a bunch of stickers just got a bunch of rainbow stickers in stock yeah right yep 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 cole hinkle's albums here yeah lots of good stuff so go and go and do that man and as always if you've got any advice you would like to have us bestow on you any questions you might like answered any artist suggestions top five suggestions anything like that um be sure to let us know also be sure to go and vote for your favorite dogwater radio artist of the year selection um yeah but only vote once we're only voting once people so uh, but yeah so. One, one one vote we want to keep it democratic <laughs> yeah we don't want to have to do a recount, recount Georgia. But anyways, um, trying to think of what else. Uh, check out Brown House Coffee if Brown you're coffee. if you're in the market for some coffee. They will ship. So it's good stuff, Brown House Coffee. So, well, we'll finish the day off with a little bit of goddamn gallows. It's called Nature of the Beast.
we'll see you motherfuckers next week. Be sure to tune in. We're going to have um, Bulk on. So uh, we'll see you then. Hola. Or adios. <laughs> Aloha. Aloha. Well, Sinead O'Rebellion. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. That is so clever. I swear to God, you get smarter the shorter your skirt gets. And you get smarter the shorter your hair gets. So it's probably a good thing you went with that. Yeah. It's a wonderful look for you, darling. Thank On which your head will be. You know it's just the nature of the beast. You don't do what you're told when you're rolling down that lonesome road. Well, from the mountains to the sea, Bill's nails, man, lining all their pockets with your dreams. Working, man. Here it lies on which your head will be You know it's just the nature of the beast You don't do what you're told When you're rolling down that lonesome road forever From the mountains to the sea You're Just the nature of the beast You don't do what you're told When you're rolling down that lonesome road Forever from the mountains to the sea You know it's just the nature of the beast You know it's just the nature of the beast Smoke bud too. How you doing, brother Craig? How you doing? I'm all right. <clears throat> well, I'll see you. But yeah, is Sister Jones in? Nope. Need this brother Jones. They both at work. Well, your ass need to be nigger. Excuse me, brother. What we call drugs is 74th Street Baptist Church. We call us sin is sin. Sin. 
Well, around here, between Normandy and Weston, we call this here a little twin and twin twin. Wow. Nigga. Why don't you just give him a little bit for my cataract? You didn't put in on this, man. You better get it received, my brother. Look, 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 she bending over. Claude, have mercy. The Lord is my shepherd. He know what I want. Excuse me, brother. Miss Parker! Miss Parker! Can I talk Told to you, you. Miss Parker? Told you. We be letting you know. Evil lurk. 